How's it going, guys? Welcome back to the You Know Adam Same podcast, where you get to know a little bit more about people, passions, and all things business. Today, I'm with the next biggest fitness influencer, <laughs> Mr. Ryder Rouse. How are you doing, Ryder? Let's go, man. I'm feeling good. Caffeinated up, ready to go. I'm excited to be here. So, uh, yeah, tell me a little bit of a ca- about kind of like, you know, what you, how you feel and what you've been doing these past uh, let's say five to six years of your life. Yeah, so I recently just graduated from Georgia Southern here in Statesboro. Um, graduated, got the normal job, nine to five job, um, did it for literally five weeks, hated it. And I said, man, I can do my own thing. So I quit, um, took on the fitness thing, and I've been rolling with it since. And I also do real estate. So my passion lies with fitness, but I also enjoy real estate. So that's what I've been doing, focusing on here lately and been enjoying life, enjoying the grind. Yeah. So, you know, uh, you, you talk about enjoying what it is that you do. Uh, the thing that sticks out to me about that is you said that you had a job for about five weeks and decided it really wasn't for you. What was that? Yeah, I think I've always, I've been around you, Paul Newman here in Statesboro, and just that entrepreneurial mindset and building something up for myself. I've never really liked to work for somebody and listen to someone. So I really like building. I want to build something. And that's where my heart lies. And I said, man, I, I can't do this any longer. I can't listen to someone. So I quit and I said, I can build this thing up myself. And I've taken it on and I've just been enjoying it. It's been a grind, but I've been enjoying it. Everyone thought I was dumb at the time for quitting. And it was a really good job. But I said, man, I, I, this, this isn't me. So I quit, and now I'm here. So you said you had doubters and haters out there. Um, like, what were they saying? Like, oh, you shouldn't be doing this? Like, you, you, you're, you're a fool? Like, what, what did that feel like? Oh, yeah. Uh, friends and family both kind of, they didn't really want me to quit because it it's a very good job. Um, it was a medical device sales job, and I just knew that I couldn't. It was getting worse week by week. And I just knew that it wasn't for me. And I was there strictly just because of the money. And I said, man, the money will come with whatever your, your passion is. And if you can grind hard enough, the money will come. And I'm all about impacting someone. And I want to leave a good legacy. And it just wasn't for me. So, so I said, man, I'll, I'll do something different and do something that I actually enjoy rather than just listening to someone. And it's also a pressure thing. Um, the college thing's a pressure thing, and also just getting a normal job is a pressure thing because people don't like to fail and don't like what others think about them mm-hmm. or believe. They want to do the normal thing, um, and there's nothing wrong with the normal nine-to-five. It's just I believe in something different, and I believe building something for yourself regardless of what people think. So you are very uh, early in this stage right now. Um, How long have you been kind of like going off on your own and and doing the entrepreneurship type deal? I think it's always been inside of me, but I did fall under that pressure thing where, oh my gosh, I got to get a job. I got to get a job. So I did that. And then that's when I really, that was a turning point um, into my mindset. So now for the last, I don't know, eight months, I've just been... Mm -hmm. I've been zoned in like no other. So tell me what has happened within this past eight months. Yeah, well, it started with quarantine. Um, So me and my buddies, when the gym shut down here in Statesboro, we had no place to work out. Well, I actually rented 
some equipment from a place downtown fit Statesboro and it was literally the last set of equipment the guy had so I went and got it and literally built a gym in my yard I remember this you called it the jungle if I remember the jungle correctly. yeah the jungle so we had guys uh guys were like paying weekly to come work out out there and we just started messing around making YouTube videos different videos and my Instagram wasn't getting no love at the time. I think when I post a picture, it would get like 50 to 60 likes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, it, that's not motivating when you're not getting likes. So I just kept doing it and kept doing it and slowly started to see it grow. And then I just, I didn't let off. So, so let's, uh, one step at a time. You, you started the jungle and at that moment in time, you were creating uh, pieces of content. What was the most popular piece of content that you created at that time? I think people just like seeing us being ourselves, like the YouTube videos, we started getting more traction with it and people were enjoying it. And then people were wanting to come work out. And it was just, it was something different, man. And that was honestly the, the best three months of my life. Mm. I know people were down at like getting, I guess people got depressed during that time because being inside and all, but man, that was the funnest time of my life because um, we were out of school and we were just, we had no worries in the world, but working out and Working out and eating, man. That's awesome. Like, you know, during the quarantine, I I remember a lot of people felt out of place. Mm -hmm. I I think that that was something that, um, because, you know, everything shut down. You you didn't really have anywhere to go. There was nothing to do, so forth and so on. And the fact that you took that and you ran with it and Mm -hmm. made it into the best three months of your life, I think is huge. And I think that's where I found myself, too. Mm. was just out there enjoying it. And I was like, man, fitness is my passion. And I really love this and I can turn it into something. And I just have that drive inside of me mm-hmm. that I can, I know that I can turn something into, you know. I love that. I, I think that that's a point that a lot of people can take away, you know, mm-hmm. um, to, to fall into uh, what, what you enjoy doing. What do you think uh, is some advice that you would offer someone that is looking for theirs? Right. So like, you know, obviously you found yours. It's, mm-hmm. you know, working, working out and, and, and the fitness and all things that come with it for someone maybe that doesn't have, you know, hasn't found it yet. What would you advise them to do? Right. So I know it's tough focusing on one thing, but I think everyone has that mindset that they know what they would like to do in the future. And it's just the outside surroundings. You have to block that outside surroundings out and just go after it and have tunnel vision. And it's just baby steps, man. You're not going to see that instant progress. And it's just all about laying it down, like putting in the work day after day, even when you're not seeing the instant results. Mm -hmm. Block out what people think because it really doesn't matter and just keep doing your thing day after day, no matter what. Um, When when you were, when did you fall in love with, uh, fitness. I know that the three months, that was a huge step stone for you, but did you enjoy fitness before then as well? Yeah. So I've always enjoyed fitness my whole life. I grew up playing sports, started working out probably the seventh grade, worked out all throughout high school. And then when I got to college, I had two injuries. So I had surgeries back to back, lost like, I was probably 200 pounds coming into college, lost 30 to 35 pounds, wow. was around 165. And I was also going through pledgeship at the time. So I was super skinny going through a lot. And uh, my mom actually came to Statesboro, was in tears when she saw me because she hasn't seen me in a while. She thought I was on drugs and all. And I was like, mom, I'm not on drugs. I'm just like, (laughs) I'm under a lot right now. I'm under a a lot of heat right now. So anyways, I got 
I was in like depression zone for like that three months when I lost all that weight was seeing myself kind of like dwindle away. I had, cause I came into college with a pretty good amount of mass and, um, and my physique looked good. And then I just saw myself decreasing and, um, just got smaller and started like getting depressed. Cause I just, I wasn't feeling healthy. Mm. Um, had developed bad eating habits and that continued for probably two years. Cause I had to go through the rehab with my shoulder and my elbow. Um, and then after that was junior year, senior year. And I slowly started building myself back up again. My arm and elbow started getting better. And then I fell back in love with it. And then we're here now, man. I've, I really found it when I came back from my injuries and just, I got addicted to it, addicted to the, to the progress. I love that. You know, um, and, and you mentioned progress is, do you think that that is what drives you every day to go as hard as you do? Cause like, mm -hmm. you know, I, I watch you on Instagram and it's like every single moment, it's just like, all right, it's time to hit the gym. Like it's time <laughs> to go. Let's back at the, back at it. Right. Yeah. So like, how do you, how, how has that determination been honed in that work ethic been honed? Yes. Yeah, so one thing about working out is people who work out know that you'll never be satisfied with what your body looks. So I think that constant work is what keeps driving you. And it's just, you'll never get to the finish line, but it's always that constant battle with yourself. And it's not about physical. It's about more of a mental aspect too. I like, I need it. And I think that, um, that's one problem with quarantine is when they shut down the gyms, people were losing their mind because they weren't able to go to the gym. Mm -hmm. So it's that mental battle with myself every day that, that drives me. Mm -hmm. But it's also the physical aspect also motivates you to seeing the changes within your body. Um, so both, both aspects drive me. And you mentioned like the finish line. What does the finish line look like for you? Man, I, to be honest, I don't even know because it's all about I'm just enjoying the road, enjoying the, the climb. Mm -hmm. And my business is a baby right now, and, and I'm just enjoying the process. So I really don't know what the finish line is mm -hmm. at the moment. Mm -hmm. That's fair. Uh, you know, so let, let's kind of like deep dive into uh, the social media aspect, because right now you have been building, building. You've went from, you know, 3,000 followers to how many on Instagram now? 11.5K. 11.5K. On TikTok, you have? 23.6K. 23.6k uh youtube you've also been developing mm -hmm. where are you at with that just over 300 um youtube's hard it's it's, it's tough, tough man. yeah like i i experienced it's it. yeah it's very very hard it's one of the hardest platforms but it's also a sticky platform so if you're able to figure that one out mm -hmm. people will continuously like, like watch that content mm -hmm. um you know you are kind of like starting to grow this tell me about the impact of social media on your core business the fitness business because that Man. that is kind of like where uh your your interests lie currently mm -hmm. right man social media is such a powerful aspect and i was just talking to adam and said man i wish i would have started this four years ago um but just this past year i've started a business and um online coaching business and with social media it's drove the business so pretty much like a funnel into my business. So the more my social media grows, the more of my business is growing. So I went from, like you said, 3,000 to 11.5K right now, which still is, 11's not a big number, but it's still a big number to me because that's like eight or 10 month growth period. Mm -hmm. um, so I would say the biggest thing that's grew me is consistency. I've, 
I set a goal that I would post every single day. Mm. So I've literally posted every day. I don't post on Sundays though. I've recently That's the Lord's day. It's the lowest day. So Lord, I, Lord, Lord's day, God's day. <laughs> Lord, yeah. Um, so I post, now I post Monday through Saturday every day on my stories every day, talking on my stories. Um, talking on your stories is a huge aspect too because you want to build that connection with your audience. Mm-hmm. So grew on Instagram and then I recently just jumped on TikTok. I was a TikTok hater for a while. Okay. So recently got on that about two months ago and I've grew up to 23.6K through consistency too. So I've, I set a goal for myself that I would post at least four times a day on TikTok. Wow. So I'm posting anywhere from four to six times a day on there. That's crazy. Consistency, man. Yes. So you think four to six posts a day times 365, that's a lot of posts. And the more that you post, the higher your, cons- higher your rate of going viral is too. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what, it, that's my biggest thing is I've been so consistent over a long period of time and it's not about the instant, the instant result. It's happened over a long period of time. So when people ask me, how do I grow my social media? It's about consistency and engaging with others. Anybody who comments on your picture, comment back, go to their profile, like their stuff, comment on their picture, and it's going to continue the snowball. Mm-hmm. I actually love that for the simple fact that there are parallels between the way that you approach your training mm-hmm. in your in your in your fitness mm-hmm. as well as the way that you approach the social media. And there's something that I say often, which is the way you do anything is the way you do everything. Right. And the simple fact that you have that that consistency in saying, "Hey, this is what I'm going to do," and then do it has led to the growth that you're experiencing right now. And mm-hmm. I think that that within itself is huge. Um, you mentioned, you know, you wish you would have uh, known earlier on and you wish started earlier on. I remember standing you with you at the gym and I was like, mm-hmm. bro, you got to get on TikTok. You got to get on yeah. TikTok. Remember that? Yeah. And, you know, uh, I think it was one of, in the video that really stood out to me during the jungle days was the one where you were pushing the car. And I think oh, that yeah. there's a juxtaposition between, you know, what you're supposed to be able to do. And uh, when I saw that, that was one of the things that I was like, oh, man, this this guy, he's going to he's going to make some moves. And I'm so glad that you're in the business now. Yeah, I remember us talking, like you said, in the gym and we've had several conversations and it was just one of those things where I was stuck on a plateau and I had to get the fear of others away from me. That's that's the simple fact is everyone's scared of what people think. Mm. And at the end of the day, it does not matter. Mm -hmm. You have to go after it because we're. We're not going to be here someday, so it's not going to matter anyways. So you might as well go after what you're passionate about. How do you, so how did you overcome that? Because you, you obviously, it was something that you've gone through recently, right? Like now you're mm-hmm. posting, you know, uh, four TikToks a day, uh, Instagram post a day. What mm-hmm. was a, how are you able to break through that? Honestly, I watch a lot of Gary Vee okay. and a lot of other Gary inspirational Gary Vee, I stuff. watch you a lot too. Yeah, so I started watching a video just every morning and he's, constantly he says the same stuff over and over again but he says it because one day it's going to click and he keeps pounding into your head pounding and one day it just clicked man and i was like i do not care what others think and Mm. i literally just give zero cares so i post what i want um and it and it's making an impact on others obviously i'm still going to have some haters and some people doubting me but i just i don't care man and when you flip that switch you're going to realize that it's the greatest feeling ever when mm. you don't care. And I, I think you're in the same boat. You, definitely. You know. I, I mean, I think that, you know, I, I 
from when I made that switch, uh, and my story is interesting too, because I I had so much, like you said, fear. And the, honestly, the way that I overcame that, and, and the people that have been following me for some time can attest. Um, every single morning on my Snapchat, I would wake up and I would just be like literally just like super hyped, super like screaming into the camera, like, good morning, like, mm -hmm. you know, and, and kind of like pushing it. And really, it was the same thing every single morning. But I trained my my myself to really stop thinking about, OK, will will this make me look a certain way or will this make mm -hmm. me look whatever? Um, and it's like you're exactly right. It's extremely liberating. Mm -hmm. you, it, it opens you up because you realize that, you know, the only person that really kind of like ultimately like, that you care is kind of like what you want to do. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's huge. And the people who judge you are the people who are too scared to do things themselves. And they hate to see someone succeed mm -hmm. and grind. They, it just eats them up, I think. That's right. So uh, let's kind of like, you know, talk about your experiences uh, after this liberating moment. Um, you've been taking some trips now. Yeah. And, and tell me about kind of like what you've been doing with that. Okay. So Houston and L.A. are like the two main fitness hubs. Um, so I've, I've went to Houston twice. Um, and the whole point of these trips is to collaborate with people. So I've been meeting more and more people bigger people within the industry every time I go. So I'm actually going back to Houston in a month and a half for a bodybuilding show, and people all over the country come to this one event. It's pretty much like a social media event. So I'm going to continue to build connections within those trips. And the L.A. trip I just went on was insane, man. It was probably better than the Houston one, and just it's a whole other world out there, and they're all about social media. And I actually met some very interesting people out there and just continue to grow myself, just being around these people, getting their take on things. And they'll tell you the same thing as consistency is everything because mm. they started from zero followers too. Mm -hmm. So it's just that continuous, continuous grind and sharing your story along the way. Um, who's been the, one of the standouts um, for you, like you know, uh, along on your travels? Like who has kind of like stood out to you? Well, I re when I went to L.A., um, I met up. If you've watched Big Brother, the show before, you will know Jackson Mickey. He was the winner last year or the year before, and I watched him on the show, and I was just like, man, I really, like, I really connect with this guy. So I actually met him at the gym in L.A. Out of the blue, or was this, like, premeditated? No, out of the blue. So I walked in, and he was in there. So I said, man, I've got to talk to him. So I went up to him and talked to him, and he was like, man um, – like, let me follow you on Instagram. Like, I love people who are in your same boat, and we connected. And he said, man, you want to go on a run? So I said, yeah. And um, so he took me to his house, and we went on a run in the hills in L.A. It was actually down from Joe Rogan's old house. That's sick. And it was, it was like the greatest moment of my life. And um, he was just talking to me, and he said, man, I was in your same boat. I had to move out of Georgia. Or he was from Tennessee. I had to move out of Tennessee and chase uh, my passion and he said man I see the same thing within you mm. and he said man you've got to you've got to chase it mm -hmm. and don't care what others think and we had such a good talk and just hearing him because I just watched him on tv and here I am in person with him running um 
through the hills in LA. (laughs) And I was just like, what is going on right now? And we had such a good talk and connected on another level. And he said, man, I see so much inside of you that you've got to chase what you're, what you're meant to do and um, impact others along the way. So I said, man, that's cool. Seeing somebody at that level tell me, Mm-hmm. So that impacted me pretty big. I, I think that's in uh, in you know the more that you go out there and the more people that you meet, the the more that you'll see. You know, I, I honestly saw the same thing within you as well. Um, you know, because I mean, being being that we kind of like uh, when you came to college, that we, that me and Paul we were so close. You were always kind of like there, and mm-hmm. you know, for me, I think that seeing your drive and determination, it's it's huge. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a rare trade to find these days. You know, we, we're living in yeah. a time when, like, it's so easy to be lazy, right? It is, man. It's so easy to just, you know, not, uh, not go to work and not doing those things. And it's so, I guess, refreshing, unique to meet someone that finally has that drive to push. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's a huge thing. And showing up is half the thing. Like you said, laziness. I, if there's one thing that I cannot stand is laziness. Because everyone can put in the work. Mm-hmm. And I think being around you and Paul in college, man, I just saw that, I saw that trait, that entrepreneurial trait, and just the grind that y'all had. And I said, man, I want that. And I know that it took y'all a while, and that's why I'm enjoying the grind. Uh, that's the best part, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like the, 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 once you get, reach the end, it's kind of like, okay, well, what's next, right? Like yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. you're, you're pushing more. But the fact that you recognize is that that is huge. Uh, tell me a little bit about kind of like the business side of things. Yes. Yeah, so I got my personal training license uh, not too long after I graduated, actually. So I went and took that. And I actually don't even need it for the business that I'm doing now since it's online. Um, but got my trainer's license, didn't do anything with it, um, actually. And then I started seeing more and more of the bigger people on social media start these online coaching programs. So I was like, man, I can, um, I can start a business, and this, this can kind of build me up. So I started it, um, was doing, you know, small ticket options at first with just some of my friends. And then I just saw more and more people running these like free challenges. So I did a 14 day free challenge um, where I advertised it on my Instagram stories. And anyways, I got a good, good, good amount of people in there, 26 or 27 people, um, and just poured as much knowledge as I could. Did this all for free, set them all up, um, and had so many good results mm. with their challenges, their challenge results. So I got them to take a picture before and after and they were losing like 10 to 15 pounds, getting good results. So anyways, I got like seven or eight of them to be my actual clients, and then I've kind of built it from there. Mm-hmm. But that was, because you need the social proof for someone to be able to you know, pay you and trust, trust That's you. That's right. So they want to see that social proof of the transformation, stuff like that. So I figured if I do this challenge, um, I can get a lot of social proof from it. So I use that social proof to just kind of snowball Mm-hmm. snowball the business and it's just grew and i think the biggest thing that's um that's, that bothers me is the patience aspect yeah you got to have that patience man because it's just a baby right now mm-hmm. and i, I want to see it grow more and more what what's the next kind of like you know few next move on that yeah. front is it just to continue to obtain more clients yeah so i wanted i want to take it to a um i would like at least a 10k a month um business just constant. I want to just keep it growing. It's not all about the money, but I want to keep it growing 
and because I want to jump into other avenues as far such as, as what's the future hole? I want I want a gym. Yeah. So I know that it's steps too, man. You just don't go straight out of college and buy a gym. So it's um, unless you have a lot of money. Um, so it's all about steps, man. And I want to I want to like build a brand. I have a brand right now, but I want to build a brand and build a gym that everyone enjoys going into. Um, like a, I have a mindset, man, that I want to build like a family. That's right. Um, tell me a little bit about this gym. Is it, uh, where is it located, um, in your mind right now? That's the biggest thing is, um, I want an area where there's tons of youth and I live in Waycross, Georgia right now. And people are telling me constantly, I got to get out, I got to get out. So I don't know where I would, um, where I would put the gym actually right now. Um, obviously that I would like, a side of me wants to move to LA or Houston. Um, but I just haven't, haven't got that far yet. Yeah. Still, so, still, still in the baby processes, in the right? Prog- yeah. In the process, man. Cool. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, uh, let's kind of like talk about a, a few different things. So, you know, one of the aspects of your brand right now is that you are creating, uh, a lot of content. A lot of it, yeah. And, and you're, you're taking this content and you're pushing it into different arenas. Uh, right now, the three main that I've heard is TikTok, Instagram, as well as YouTube. Mm-hmm. What is your strategy there? You know, for someone that maybe is interested in doing something like this, uh, whether it be in fitness or whatever it is, yeah. what, was, what would be the advice that you would give them? Well, everything is consistency. You're not going to see the instant growth right off the bat. So the growth, me posting every day, I literally set a goal, wrote down my goals. That's huge. I wrote down my goals that I'd post every day. Well, I've posted every day pretty much. Um, I've missed some days. Sundays I don't like to post because it's down on Sundays. Sure. Um, the engagement. So I post every day, post at least four to six TikToks, which is a lot, but – the more that you post, the better you have a chance of going viral. And then YouTube, man. YouTube is the hardest one to grow. I'm only at like 300-something subs, but I'm hoping to keep growing my TikTok, and it's almost like a funnel into YouTube to see that growth. I've always enjoyed making videos throughout college, pretty much all my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I've made real estate videos, drone videos, stuff like that. So I've always enjoyed shooting and editing videos. So I found that passion with editing and then my other passion's fitness. So I just combined them into making fitness videos. And over time, it's just built into something. And I've just, I'm enjoying the climb, enjoying the grind with it. I love that. Uh, for you, you know, as you are creating this content, I mean, obviously you have to come up with these ideas, right? Yeah. Where, where are you, you know, being creative? How are you getting to the point where you're like, all right, this is what I'm going to do? Yeah, so that is the hardest thing because it's so saturated. I hate that word, but it is saturated with the basic fitness stuff, like your back and bicep workouts, Mm. stuff like that. So I've been doing more of the entertaining route. Like I'll do gym skits, uh, stuff like that. (laughs) And and another thing that I didn't hit is Instagram reels. They are so powerful, so powerful. I've did gym skits, and over like three or four of them have went over twenty thousand likes. Mm And reposted on other um, comedy, comedy.com, like posted it on uh-huh. their thing. They messaged me and was like, hey, can we post it? I said, yeah, go ahead. And they have like two point something million followers. And stuff like that gets reshared onto pages. Yeah. And then it funnels back into your page. So, so talk about that right quick. Yeah. Uh, 2.4 uh, million followers. Mm-hmm. What did that mean to you in terms of like 
like engagement. So did yep. you see like a, a, a uptick of like people following you? Yeah, so definitely, I definitely saw a spike and things like that. Um, this goes back to collaborating with other people. You're going to get more followers. It's not all about followers, but your engagement's going to go up when you collaborate with other people because you're sharing audiences. So when they repost your stuff, you're going to get their following too. Mm -hmm. And it's just about getting your name out there and getting your face out there as much as possible. And that's the powerful thing with Reels is you get more exposure because people go to the Reels page right there and it's just, it's crazy. And I've noticed a late delay in it. So I'll post a Reel and it'll go like three or four days with like 500 something likes probably. And then I'll look and then it'll just automatically blow up just out of nowhere. And it's like a late delay with Reels and it'll just keep growing. So I have a reel that I posted like two weeks ago, and I'll still be getting likes on it today. That's crazy. Over one of them got over thirty five thousand. That's just wild. Like, That's it's wild. So crazy. Does does that does that ultimately turn into leads for you? Is it like a leads generation? Yeah, some of them. Um, I think that helps with lead generation, but also the connection posts that I make. The gym skits are funny, and that gets followers. But the connection post. Um, and what I mean by this is when you go to like a level where you're telling your story in your post, mm. people are going to connect with that and mm. see that uh, like emotional connection and say, man, like he went through the same stuff I'm going through and he got through it and they'll want to work with you mm. when they see that. So that emotional connection is what's going to get the lead generation is what I've found to mm -hmm. be true. Very nice. Um, kind of like, you know, we, we talked a little bit about the uh, the future, right? We, we mm -hmm. said, you know, we want to, you want to eventually, you know, own a gym and, and do all these things. Uh, and so is that kind of like your, is that the end goal? Is that kind of like a gym uh, with your name, like blazing on the front of it? Like, do we have a name for this gym yet? See, well, I, I don't want it surrounded by my name. I want it something different not with my name, but something that people can resonate with and that it means something to people. Um, no hate to all these gyms, but um, franchise gyms, I get that it's a money thing, but I just want like a single gym that I can commote, like devote all my attention to and build that connection to where it's like one of a kind. Mm. And um, so I want to build a family within this gym, have like a little shop over there, stuff uh -huh. like a smoothie bar thing. Um, I just have this mindset, and I know it's going to take time, but I'm laying the laying the foundation out right now to mm -hmm. eventually get to that place to where I can build that gym and family. That's awesome. Uh, for you, what? How do people reach out to you? What's the best way to get in contact with you? Instagram. I'm always on my phone, man. I'm literally addicted to my phone, but I'm always on Instagram, TikTok. That's the two things I'm going back and forth to. Uh huh. So. Yeah, I have an addiction to my phone, but at the same time, I know that it's growing me. Sure. So the more that I engage, the more that it's growing me. So I'll get, I'm always replying to comments, um, stuff like that on Instagram, and I know that it's just, it's continuous growth. That's right. Tell me a little bit about kind of like the, the programs within kind of your coaching. Mm -hmm. So people access it all through this one app. I develop everything in there. Um, I talk, we I have all my clients in a group, so we communicate very well. Their training plan is lined up in there. Their meal plan, macro plan, different goals that I've set for them. 
and everything changes like week by week or every four weeks, basically tailored to whatever their need is, and it's different from client to client. So we get a really good connection. Um, I check in weekly um, with them, video calls. So it's a very good system, and with the online part, I can build a better, I can impact more people, a larger audience, Mm-hmm. instead of grinding away at a gym and i just i'm not a fan of the in-person training because mm-hmm. it's it's just an all day like all day grind and you're not impacting as many people got you got you all right well um you know i appreciate you coming to the show one last thing before before we you know uh end things what is something that you would like to tell to your younger self that you yeah. wish you could say yeah so to tell my younger self enjoy the times drinking and partying with your friends, but also work, like lay the foundation because the four years and four or five years in college is the time where you have no worries. So you can build whatever you want, whatever your niche is, you can build that with no worries, lay your foundation for four to five years and enjoy when you get out. So my biggest regret, um, telling myself, is to put in the work younger consistency keep doing the same thing even if your friends think you're done for doing it keep doing it keep pounding away because it'll turn into something and you'll your future self will thank you so other than that i would just tell myself consistency hard work enjoy yourself but also know what your future self wants to have amen to that uh, Ryder, I'm looking forward to everything that you're going to accomplish in the future i think that you know you it, the, the drive that you have like that fire, yeah. that's something that, you know, um, that it's rare to see. And uh, love the fact that we get the opportunity to sit here and almost like take a snapshot of a picture uh, in time. <laughs> and we'll look at, back on this and realize like how much you've grown and continue to grow into the future. Yeah, I'm excited to see your growth too, man, because you're Thank constantly you. growing and I'm, I'm keeping up with your stuff. I love the podcast. I love your businesses that you're growing. So Thank you so much for having me on, man. And uh, yeah, I'll speak to you soon, man. Cool. All right.